Welcome to the Ryan Ocean Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Ryan Ocean Podcast. I should probably stop saying this week's episode because we haven't been doing it every week, but it is illustrious episode number 39. Ooh, we found out the number now. Yeah, 39, which means next week is 40. Don't quote me on 39, though. I might not be right. I could be wrong. Anyway, it is me, Ryan Ocean, sitting over here in South Korea, Pro Wrestling Society heavyweight champion, I guess if you want to call me that, the Jersey Devil, if you want to call me that, uh, the Heavy Metal King of Pro Wrestling, if you want to call me that. I'm probably going to drop all those eventually at some point and just go by Ryan Ocean. Maybe I have no clue. But fact of the matter is, that's who I am. That's what's going down. And I'm sitting here with the wild man himself, Wild Man Weiler. What the fuck is going on? Well, first off, I don't call you any of those. I call you Hey Fuckface. Look yeah. this way. Um, yeah. No, it's uh, yeah, it's another. What we did it like a, maybe like a week and a half ago, nine no, days, ten days. So we recorded it on a Thursday or a Wednesday, but I don't think I got around to editing it, and putting it up till a Sunday. Okay, still like the same week, but then so you figure that was not this past Sunday that one yeah, it was the Sunday was. before that yes. so that it's, is kind of like, like about a week days, and 12 a, yeah it's something like a week and a half ish yeah so the goal is obviously to try and get one up every week of course that doesn't happen we did talk about on the last episode uh how we're gonna have a hopefully about four or five episodes coming out and then there might be a short break until I get back to the United States in July which is where you'll be hearing me again with Kurt Diamond referee extraordinaire and uh, well also known as Kurt Diamond producer extraordinaire now and Steve the pilot why because he can fly helicopters and then the show will be kicking off from there but before we even get into any of that we're going to dive right into the sponsor real quick just get it right out of the way uh power slam network we talked about them before but i'm doing something a little fancy i actually you started you started what we talked about what, what do you mean watching the shows or no no i did i went okay, on you there. did that today yeah no no i watched yesterday i was watching okay. it on there but i actually i was like man how do i explain these guys so I was like, fuck it. Let's just go to their website and take the information directly off it and read it like a sales pitch. Nice. What'd you watch? Or something like that. Well, I can't talk about that yet. I got to do, the, I gotta oh, do okay. the pitch. Anyway, Power Slam lets you stream the entire world of pro wrestling all in a single channel for one low price. Bring over 4,000 hours of content from over 110 of your favorite wrestling brands from countries all around the globe right onto your laptop and mobile devices. You can go to powerslam.tv now and sign up for a free seven-day trial and continue for only $5.99 a month. Promotions you can view include AAW Pro, AML Wrestling, Bar Wrestling, Big Time Wrestling, Combat Zone Wrestling, Fest Wrestling, Freedom, Sabotage Wrestling, Defy, and many more. Uh, as we were saying, I did watch some the other day, uh, but I'm gonna I want to hit that at the end of the podcast. We're uh, gonna put we're gonna put a little something over. I'm gonna put a little something over, but I'm gonna save that for the end because now they got to stick around. They got to listen to the whole thing Ooh, in order to get in. there too. You got to hit them with the main event. You yeah, they're not, gonna, to, they're not gonna just skip 37 no, minutes. Yeah, you can't just go straight to that. And then of course, prowrestlingtees.com slash rhinosin. That's where you can buy all my shirts. There are seven available designs from 19.99 to 24.99 for the new blood covered face T-shirt that I have on there. Uh, you can choose from t-shirts to tank tops for each design there are some different charges depending on if you get a different style shirt and of course the most popular is the unisex t-shirt for an additional $3.99 you can get a premium soft unisex tee featuring your favorite design from on there but anyway 
I did something pretty unique last weekend. Before we get into that, what did you do? What do you want to talk about, real quick? We got, I got a, I got an outline. Uh, we, we are it's, very professional. It's to stick to it, super professional. Yeah. We're gonna do paid advertising for the show, so we might have some individuals listening that perhaps never listened before. Maybe they most likely never even fucking heard of my ass before, or you, and it's the first time. They're diving in now. There's no need to go back and listen to any past episodes. Just listen from here on out if you feel like it. But I want it to have some sort of layout because you know sometimes we just you yeah, know just, just shoot jabber. off the fly and go and jibber jabber. Not that that's not bad or anything, but it is nice to have some of the format because in my mind it's a lot more uh, it's a lot more comfortable in my head knowing well at least we got shit written down. Whereas otherwise when you go and you just Start calling it on the fly. I we can get twenty minutes in, and in my head, I start going, "Oh fuck, what are we going to talk about?" We've here? gone down some fucking rabbit holes. Oh folks. yeah. Um, no, I don't. Man, I don't really think I have too much. Uh, I think I have thirty-five days left. Um, that's pretty exciting. But who's counting? In country, yeah, thirty-five days in country, well, thirty-one you, days. And, you, and then after that, you're off to the old Japan. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna head to uh, I'm gonna head to a wedding Crack in San Francisco. One open for that. Ooh. Take a little sip for that. San Francisco. Is it two dudes getting married? No, it's my friend Brittany and her husband, or soon-to-be husband. Oh. Yeah. Um, it should be a good time. I got that going on. Uh, going to be in Vegas for a little while, just like 10 days. Get get to see my dog. Get to pick her up. Uh, my dog is flying in from England, where I was previously stationed. Um, and then I think uh, early June, I'll head over to Japan, uh, a province in Tokyo. I'll be there for a couple years. Um Honestly, I haven't really been doing much. I've been hanging out, playing uh, playing the show, playing Apex Legends, and then um, uh, it's starting to get warmer again, so I'm golfing again. Yeah. I'm actually uh, I'm gonna miss the Ryan Ocean spectacular this weekend, where uh, he's going to. Are you defending it? Is it a title fight? Are you defending so, it? So so currently, and I actually had a little discussion with the promoter about this. Uh, I am in a tag team main event. It is myself. And obviously a tag team partner versus two other individuals. And I said, I I am supposed to be a fighting champion, I think. I don't have that much time left here to defend this belt. I would think it should be defended. And uh, I was told that I will be allowed to, in addition to my tag team match, I will be issuing an open challenge to anyone in the back that thinks they could come out and take my belt, brother. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Okay, well, um, I'm ready to get back to the stay stone wrestle. Uh, I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna miss that show. Uh, we have a, we have the Kunsan Golf uh, Masters. It's a two day golf tournament for the base championship. So I'm gonna go get my ass beat by a bunch of old Korean men. That should be pretty fun though. If you like golfing, at least just get drunk. Um, so no, normally what I do is I wait till probably the turn and I start drinking so that way I can just forget the rest of my round by the time I'm done. Hell yeah. And then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You don't have to worry about sucking or something. Yeah, I think uh, I really don't have I got, I got nothing. Let's get into it. Yeah. Well, so, well I went to last weekend High Sing Dang Park aka Penis Park yeah, aka sure that's how you say it. I think that's well I'd say Dick Park. That's what I, that I was the third also known as. High Dong. High Sing Dang. As I think it, yeah, but I think it's Dong. All right, so regardless. It's about penises. So regardless, I we've talked about it before here, and then I was hyping it up on my Twitter. So my Twitter, I posted about how I was going there or how I went there, and I was going to talk about it this week, and I actually got a response. Like, people are interested about hearing this shit. Um, it was interesting. First off, five-hour ride to get there. 
that's excruciatingly long for what you see when you get there. It is nothing but big giant wooden dicks. Did you everywhere. take a bus, a train? Bus. You got to take the bus. Nice. I mean, you could take a train, but in reality, uh, uh, I, I don't know. It, buses, buses are cheaper, and I'm a cheap fuck. That makes sense. So, yeah, five hours is, is five hours. And the way I see it too is when you take trains places, buses go everywhere. Trains don't go everywhere. You have to take trains to like major areas, and then you got to you're gonna have to get on a bus eventually, or and then you're gonna have to get in a cab, this or that. Whereas buses tend to have bus stops, and you can get yourself in closer for a more affordable price. But is Dick Park? When I got there, first off, it was. I don't want to say it was awkward, but it was a bunch of giant dicks everywhere. So, so just it, a giant man in Korea walking around giant dicks. Pretty much. And you're you're sitting in there and I'm thinking like, I wonder if they think these this is what my dick would look like. I don't know because I'm so big compared to everybody else. No, the, the awkward part was there was there was kids there. <laughs> like there was kids at the park. So I definitely felt uh, I felt like a pervert in a little, <laughs> a little bit. But it's legitimately... Uh, dicks everywhere. What's what's the what's the story behind it? So that's what that's one thing I was wondering when I was there, and when I got there and got my ticket, it was like three bucks to go in, which mm-hmm. is nice. You see a ticket booth, and you're like, oh fuck, what did I get and, myself into? And then they give you a penis shaped brochure yeah. that tells no, you. Everything. It was a regular trifold oh, brochure. It wasn't, it'd be on, a lot cooler if it was dick shaped. On on the back, it explained what it was. I didn't keep the brochure because I didn't want to be seen with it. <laughs> Like after the fact, but it turns out after I read the description, um, it's uh, it's something of uh, of well known in Korea, uh, and I don't think anybody would have looked at me too negatively. But this is just something that I gathered online and I changed some of the words to fit better. So I there goes my phone. So I feel like it flows a little bit better. Uh, so this is the legend of a park. A woman was once left on a rock by her man while he left to work. When he came back to get her, he was not able to retrieve her due to a storm and she ended up drowning in the sea. Now when you're there, just to paint a little picture, obviously it's obviously on the waterfront and there's these giant like like rocks. It's not like there are beachy areas like what you would ex- like what you would think when you go to the beach, but there's also like uh, there's this one section. It's just like big boulders that go out into the water. I'm a, I'm thinking maybe that's the section she was on. I don't know. But when he came back to get her, it was a really bad storm. He couldn't make it out there to get her, and ultimately she ended up uh, getting. You know, she drowned in the water. She drowned in the sea. Okay. After she drowned, the fishermen were not able to catch fish after this happened until one day a local fisherman pissed in the water. This is where it gets a little fucking different or a little okay, okay. A little like fucking awkward. Going. So the fisherman pissed in the water. When he did that, he was able to catch fish. It was thought that exposing his genitalia, or cock, if you want to put it that way, uh, to the deceased version pleased her. To soothe her spirit, the local village people made several phallic wooden carvings, a.k.a. dick carvings, and held religious ceremonies on her behalf. After a while, the fish slowly returned and the villagers were able to live comfortably again. Now, ever since that, to this day, twice a year... They introduce a new penis carving in this park when they held, they hold a ceremony at a building called Hasingdang, which is also the name of the park. Hasingdang. Hasingdang, whatever you want to say it at the end. But they hold it, and it's a uh, basically it's still held to this day as a traditional folk event. So okay. it's a it's a real life thing. Basically, long story short, short version chick drowns in the water. Dude exposes his dick. They think her spirit likes the dick. Brings all the fishies back. They keep showing her dicks, so they keep catching fish. <laughs> really. Doesn't I guess it doesn't make a lot of sense if you if you think in, hey, in you know what fuck it 
people believe in crazier things. They believe in somebody with a uh, long brown hair that walks on water. So you have to you you have to just imagine, dude. There's so much weird shit there. There was like eight foot long dicks. There was gold shiny dicks that was definitely there, were. Was there any really fat dicks that were no, short? Here was the most fucked up one. I have a picture of it and I could show it to you. There was a dick. Standing mm-hmm. up, and like a lot of them have arms, and they're like characters almost with dickheads, basically yeah, like little anime cocks. Yeah, but they're but no, but they're tall. It's almost like uh, what it what are what are those? Um, oh, I don't want to I don't want to come across as uh, extremely uneducated and uncultural, but is it is it Indian like the native totem poles? Yeah, totem poles with carvings in them. Okay, just nothing but dick totem poles. One of them was a dick. With they're actually called scrotum poles. Yeah, yeah they're scrotum <laughs> poles. One of them, had, it was like obviously the dick. It was like a crazy face looking motherfucker carved into it, and then a dick on top of his head, obviously. And he had his arms uh, down by his side or across in front of him. And then there was a chain attached to his hands, which went into a cage that was next to him on the ground. And there was a child <laughs> in the cage with a collar around its neck, like captured by the dick. So it was it was very much like Jonah Hill in Superbad. All the yeah. dick drawings he does? Oh, worse. Yeah, really. Worse. It was there was it was bad. Yeah, that's there was one about. there was one giant one. It was like an ear and it had a big earring, but the earring was a dick. <laughs> they carved that. There was Was that Lawrence's ear? <laughs> yeah, three wishes. <laughs> there was a uh, one area it had I think four Korean looking car uh, dudes, but like it, it looked like they were carved just to look like regular Korean dudes. Oh, they like, weren't. They weren't dicks. dicks. They weren't dicks. But they had giant erections, and they were jer- they were jerking off. That was the. It was like a circle jerk. Exactly, and they were, it is there. I got pictures of all this stuff. I won't post it on my social media, but I'll show them to you. Okay. It's it's pretty. Uh, I've never taken so many dick pics in my life. I, I find did. that hard to believe. <laughs> and I wasn't even there long. I was there like 30 minutes. 30 minutes, you're like, it's time to go. Five hours for 30 fucking minutes. I've seen all the and dicks I can see yeah, here today. Something to talk about on here. My iPhone doesn't have this much room on it for any more dick pics. It's filling up. Uh, so then there was that. Got there, took a bus, went to a larger town, obviously, because this is a... So where it was at was, if you've never been to South Korea, and obviously you are here... But when you get to the outskirts or areas that aren't heavily populated, especially with like Western, any like Westernized people or anything like that, it's it's like it's literally like a fishing village. And then there's a couple other small ones nearby. But like the only food you're going to find there is like strictly like hardcore old school Korean that like at the at the park itself. It smelled so bad. Straight kimchi? No, like you never seen how they have they're big on like dry fish here for some reason. Oh yeah, okay. It was everywhere. Oh, it sounds everywhere. Delicious. No, it doesn't. And they were sitting there who were eating it like like it was dinner time there. It was so bad. So I took I took the got on a bus and went to a bigger town. I had Burger King for dinner. Oh, <laughs> you fucking I'm, scrub. I'm, Jesus. I'm so American. That was awesome. That's how, that's you went to Burger King. Yeah. Oh, you could yeah. have had fucking no, we got the Monster Whopper here. You don't get that back in the States, man. Burger with a chicken patty on it. I think the and only time good. I've had Burger King here was everything was closed in the BX butt Burger King. Yeah, and I I've, actually, no, I've had that Burger King. I don't know if they have that burger there, though. I've had it at the airport once when I went to the States in December. This one last time this past weekend. And I think on base I've had it once. That's it. That's the three times I've ate Burger King since I've been here. It looked like you ate... Burger King three times this week. Yeah, I wish I did, but I didn't. <laughs> but yeah, but also when I was in that, I, so I got my hotel, slept, woke up, got something to eat, and got coffee, and I got a cold brew. I never had a cold brew before, and 
which is surprising, right? Because I drink a lot of coffee. You do drink a lot of fucking coffee. I have. I so here's here's how here's how it works. In I drink the, like seven cups a day. I can't. In, talk. in the states, we'll talk about that, and we're about to talk about your your health drinking that, and maybe we'll even get into mesothelioma if we have time. Oh, but Jesus. for now, let what me. Tarnation. <laughs> no. So. It's super simple. Like I wake up, I try, I, I go to get coffee, but on a, on a side note, I digress briefly, but I do drink coffee every day in the States. I drink regular coffee. I go to Starbucks almost every single morning because there's one on base. I get a uh, venti, uh, just Pike place, whatever, whatever roast Starbucks has. It's yeah. just regular coffee. I put, I put a little like a, a splash of half and half in there just to cut it a little bit. And then I put it just depending on the size if it's a, if it's a venti four packs of Splenda, if it's a grande, uh, two or three packs of Splenda, and then I don't get anything else. Or maybe it's two and three. I can't remember. It's been like almost 10 months since I I've drink, been there. I order. drink mine cold and black like my women. I don't like, oh, that's that's horrible. Cold? <laughs> no, like you emotionally like, cold. I was like, going to say, you have necrophilia? You like dead, cold bodies? Like stiff? It puts the lotion on the skin. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but I... When you come to Korea, I came here, and it's the same thing anywhere I've been deployed, any like the Arab countries or anything like that. They have Starbucks, and when you go there, what? That's what they're called, isn't it? Sure. You, they, they don't have Splenda. Middle Eastern, but yeah, sure, Arab, why not? Fuck it. I know which one you've been to, so middle, yes. Middle yes, Eastern. you're right. I've been to some of the Arab countries, but... You've been to some of the Arabic countries, yes. Yeah. So, the, there's no Splenda. There's no artificial sweetener. Every time you go to a Starbucks overseas, every time I've gone to a Starbucks overseas, it's like brown natural sugar. It's, it's, they got, they like got that. brown sugar and just regular sugar. Of That's course. it. And if if you're used to, and I'm not saying one's better than the other, we're not even having that debate what you should or shouldn't eat. But if you're used to using Splenda, I can use two packs of Splenda to get that equal sweetness out of regular sugar, bro. You're using like eight packs of sugar. It's a lot. It's not. It's not. It, it's a shitload of sugar. I can't relate. So when I came here, um, I started drinking cafe mochas because it's got some chocolate and makes it sweet. I like the whipped cream part. I'm a basic bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I was drinking that, and then part of me started thinking, I'm smashing one of these a day, venti, sometimes more than one a day. On top of that two or three regular cups of coffee and i'm not thinking i'm not talking about the caffeine content or anything like that i'm just talking about the overall fact that you're getting sugar syrup mm-hmm. in there basically all that kind of stuff so it can't be that good nothing really and it never struck my mind that maybe i shouldn't drink these every day until one day i took my coffee cup and i was going to use it to i was put, i was packing a lip i was going to use it to spit into clat dude and if if you're a dipper out there the starbucks cup is one of the best dippers out there oh, it's Spittoons got a fat little mouth there. it yeah, looks yeah. professional just, you could you yep. could be in the office yeah, get away like you're gonna drink it and, and then <laughs> yep right down you're in good there. to go well, I popped the lid off just to make sure I was done with my coffee. I guess I could have shaken it, but I took it off and I and I had finished it. But there was a like mound of chocolate at the bottom of it, and I was like, "Oh, you fucking fuck. eat it! You fucking no, I didn't it. eat it." But I saw it, and I'm like, "Man, I've been drinking that," and I'm not. And it just it part of me like just health wise was like, "Man, I think I'm drinking too many of these." So I wanted it to look into an option. So I was like, "What is this cold brew that everybody keeps talking about?" And normally, is this Caleb talking about this? Uh, no, every time we go somewhere, sometimes the boss gets it. But, okay. but the it's big man, the big man upstairs. Yeah, but it's I don't. It, it's weird. It's I like hot coffee. I get Ooh. I get pissed when my coffee gets cold. I'm a cold coffee guy. I like hot coffee. I get I get pissed when it gets cold. So it makes me think I wouldn't like 
cold cold uh, cold brew because I don't like my coffee when it gets cold. But I said, fuck it, I'll try it anyway. So I get it. I put a splash of, I just haven't put a splash of milk. So that's another thing you can't get over here is like half and half or anything like that. So you just put a splash of milk in it. And then um, I didn't get, I, I, I didn't get, they didn't have sugar or uh, they didn't have sweetener, like mm-hmm. non-sugar sweetener or whatever. They didn't have that. So I'm like, what can I put in this that is going to make it so I'm going to like it? But I don't want to use sugar. Honey. So, no, I take that back. I didn't get a milk in it. I just got the regular cold brew. And then I went and I looked on the basic bitch side of my life. And I thought, what should we get on here? And I just, and you know, they don't speak English either. So you kind of have to like be very common terms. And I said, let me get a cold brew coffee. And I'm registering my head, registering my head, registering my head with whipped cream on top. <laughs> so well, they put the whipped cream on top. I took a straw. I mixed it in. It was actually pretty good because the whipped cream is a little sweet. It's not. It's not. Get whipped. your dairy product in there. Lightens it up for you. Well, yeah, but whipped cream, and whipped really not that bad for you. Like it's like I mean, if you, I would it's, say it's that it, good for you. It, I, I dare you to look at a thing of whipped cream and look at the calorie content oh, for a thing of it. Calories. It's extremely. There's barely anything in whipped cream. But anyway, mixed in, it tastes good. So I got one more before I left. Because uh, I walked, I found a van store, went to it, fucking closed, no hours yeah, posted. Didn't and it, have your size. And it was noon. No, I was in a van store in Seoul, and they did have my well, size. Well, that's Seoul. It's this just, well, but this was a nicer, this is a decent sized town, okay. and it was a big van store. But they, anyway, they're closed, no hours on the door. So I get another coffee, I get a cold brew for the bus ride home. I look at it, and I'm like, let's not get whipped cream, let's try something else, because you can't be getting cold brews with whipped cream on top all the time, it just Terrible. looks weird. No, I, I, this is the one where I had them put a splash of milk in it. And then when I got it, they had just simple syrup, which I know is sugar. Okay. But I was like, maybe if I, I won't use a lot of it. Let's just see how it tastes. Because I do like the taste of coffee, regardless of putting things in it. And cold brew did have a taste that I liked better. Like, I made cold brew in my in here yesterday. And I tried it just before I added anything to it to see is it too strong do I need to dilute it or anything like that and I didn't mind the taste of it versus hot coffee I really don't like black hot coffee so it's a different there's almost a different flavor between the two different type of brews but I just put a dash of the simple uh, syrup in it mix it together tasted fine to me and then that's why I ended up making my coffee but then that made me think what is the what what are we consuming here and what are the uh, the caffeine content everybody everybody tells me that Cold brew is stronger than regular coffee. Yeah, I've heard that, and I've also I did heard research. That. You're fucking wrong. What? Yeah, you did research. I did research. Can you spell research. R E S uh, E Yeah, E R C K Z. Yep, yeah, that's good enough. No, so it, it, they're not wrong, and they're not right. So here's explain. So if you take an equal amount of coffee. If, if the coffee to water ratio is the same and you make a pot of now, you're not going to make a pot. I'm going to make a, a pot of Jameson and something. That's fine. So let's just say you're going to take a equal amount ounces of water and you're going to make coffee out of it. And you're going to take the same amount of coffee grounds. And that is how much that's the coffee to water ratio that you're going to use to make the coffee. When that's all said and done, a 16 ounce portion of hot coffee has 260 to 360 milligrams of caffeine in it that's 16 ounces a 16 ounce cup of cold brew only has 200 milligrams of caffeine in it now that's also going like i said you're using the same amount of coffee as you are water in between the two whether you're doing a cold brew or whether you're uh, brewing it hot 
the dim, the big difference where it comes into play is that most of the time when you make cold brew coffee or it's extremely common when cold brew coffee is made is there is a higher concentration of coffee grounds used per water. For example, I made cold brew in my room last night. I never made it before. So how I obviously had to Google how to do it. I don't have one of those fancy drip things, but it's easily accomplished by just putting the coffee grounds into water and you let it steep for 12 to 15 hours. I did 12 hours, but you take I, what I ended up doing is you take a full cup of coffee grounds per four cups of water. So I ended up using the, the jug. I, I don't I don't know off the top of my head the size of the jug, but I put uh, 12 full cups of water in there. So I had to put four full cups of coffee grounds in there. Now, in re- equivalent to a coffee pot, I probably could have put th- maybe three coffee pots of water in there for the same amount of water that I used uh, in the cold brew. But you wouldn't have used anywhere near that many coffee grounds. The thing is, though, is traditionally when cold brew is served, it's supposed to be cut like a quarter of the way with water or not water. Well, either water or milk. So it's supposed to be more espresso-y or? No. So it will taste stronger, like right out of the container. But traditionally when it's served, they should be taking a cup, putting the ice in there. And then they're going to put like, a, they're going to fill a quarter of that cup up with either regular water with nothing in it or milk or something like that. And then they're going to add the cold brew to it, which in return will dilute it down. Makes sense. Not, not a lot, but it will dilute it down probably more equal to a regular hot cup of coffee. But now you're also talking about how the ratio, the, the hot coffee had more caffeine in it when the ratio was the same. I told you how much coffee I put in the cold brew that I made, and that is a retarded amount of coffee in comparison to what you would use for brewing hot coffee. So there's a chance even when you dilute it that it's still going to be stronger than a hot cup. But it's kind of, I don't want to say it's a myth, cold brew is not stronger than hot coffee if the ratio is the same. However, based on the way and how it's prepared, it is stronger because most people aren't probably getting it diluted. You can go to, like when I go to Starbucks and I get cold brew because I've been obviously drinking them all week now, I go in there and I just tell them just a cup of cold brew coffee. They just pour the coffee on ice and it tastes kind of strong. I just put a little bit of half and half, some splenda in it, mix it up, good to go. That's how I like it. The cold brew that I made in my room, I tasted it. It tasted retarded strong. So I added a little bit of water to the whole thing, mixed it up, so then it tasted about equal strength. The only shitty thing is, is like when you make it yourself, you don't have much fucking caffeine's in it. You have to, then we don't have caffeine tester kits that I know of that you can go get. You're kind of just going off, you're kind of just guessing. I just got one in the lab, but yeah, sure. Do you have a caffeine tester? I can tell you. I think I think it'll test caffeine. It It's, it's a density meter, but it'll, it's a digital density meter, but it'll... I measure a lot of things. We should try it one day. I'd have to really clean that probe. Well, I mean, we could just use it on like a Red Bull or something that we're not so, going to drink. So speaking of that, I looked up, this This got me interested. And I was like, now I know how much caffeine is in. And this is the worry. I had this worry last week. I drank a cold brew. You get thirsty at work, right? I get thirsty. I know I get thirsty. I, I drink. I don't drink fluids throughout the day. Oh, well, I do because I pee. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> I... Had this instance about a week ago. I was at work. I had a regular hot coffee because I wasn't cold brewing it up yet. I had a hot coffee in my room before I went to work with breakfast. Got to work. Had another cup of coffee. And I'm sitting around like, man, I feel like I'm kind of tired. I want to drink something. Maybe I should drink an energy drink. I didn't. But I didn't because in my head I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe that's a lot of caffeine because you know you're going to take a pre-workout later in the day. The last thing I want to be is one of those heart attack guys. Up up at 9.30 at night just pacing. Yeah. So I was... I was... I didn't do it. So when I was looking up stuff for his podcast today, I was like, let's look up some other common drinks. There's two more I looked up. A regular can of... So I looked up low-carb Monster, because if I drink Monster, yeah, I, I drink usually drink a large... Yeah, it's yeah. got the blue M on it. 
Now, first off, this is the opportunity to tell everybody that drinks coffee and demonizes monster drinks, suck my dick. It's nice. It's big. It'll fit all the way down your throat if you prefer. The monster drink? Li- or- my dick. Oh, okay. Cool, I'm cool, telling cool, them cool, to cool. suck it. Okay. That that argue that, well, you sh- you're drinking all those energy drinks. You know, that's really not good for you. That one energy drink, you should put that down have this cup of coffee. No, suck Ryan Ocean's dick. You're wrong. Because one a sixteen ounce can of Monster, take a guess. How many how many milligrams of caffeine do you think is in a sixteen ounce can of Monster? Now, mind you, a six a sixteen ounce regular hot coffee has from Starbucks. That's where those numbers came from. Have two hundred sixty to three hundred sixty six three hundred sixty milligrams of caffeine. In it. So just take a guess. How many milligrams of caffeine do you think is in the Monster? Eighty five. No. One hundred and forty. That's it. It is. It's one hundred forty. Oh, hey, second guess. It's one hundred and forty. So. You can sit, you can have one can of Monster. T- technically, you so, can have two cans of Monster in a row, and that's around the same amount of caffeine as you're going to get in one 16-ounce cup of can, Starbucks. Can coffee. I play the other side on this one? Sure. As the guy who says, oh, you shouldn't drink those Monsters, drink some uh, coffee. Uh, people don't say, don't drink Monsters because of the caffeine. Well, I think there's a lot of other shit in there that you yeah, probably shouldn't yeah, have. People say it because, first off, uh, even the low-carb one, it still has sugars. And even if it's, yeah. even if it's no sugar, low sugar, it still has uh, pseudo sugars, and that's the whole reason why is um, here's the it's it's not good it's not good for here's you. Here's the reason I like coffee. I like coffee because if there's one thing that I think picks up your energy and is good for you, I don't want to say good for you. I think you should be as unprocessed as you possibly can. In terms of the man food, who ate Burger King last weekend says this. Well, there's not many options. <laughs> I'm talking like when I go to the grocery store. I got you. Natural. Yeah, I'm not buying. I'm not buying hot pockets and frozen pizzas and stuff like that. I'm getting beef, chicken. The at the farthest I've gotten in the last few months, or, ba- or really since I've been here, in terms of if you want to talk about something packaged. Now you do have your days like every few weeks you might get like a burrito or uh, or a pizza to heat up. Yeah, in a, sure. In why a not? Thing. But the most processed that I'm making bunny ears with my fingers that I get is like a can, like a can of corn, or um, the fact that you buy, uh, um, you know, I've got those baby bell cheese before, something like that. You buy, you buy cans of corn. I do buy cans of corn. Yeah, that's gross. Sometimes, but I also prefer nine times out of ten, I, if I eat vegetables, I buy frozen vegetables. The ones you get, and then I just boil them in water to heat them up. Okay, all the meats, all the meat is, uh, all the food that I eat in terms of beef or chicken is cooked, so it's not processed. I think you should, you should, if you try to eat that way, you should take the same approach with the liquids that you put in your body too. Now, granted, everyone should just be drinking a shitload of water. I'll be the first to admit I don't drink as much water as I should every day. Some days I do, some days I don't. It just depends on what I get carried away sure from. Not. I got a bad habit of drinking coffee in the morning, and then I just sip on that coffee, and next thing I know, it's eleven. I haven't drank any water yet. Horrible. Yeah, yeah. I drink like seven cups of coffee a day. So. Yeah, but it's it's coffee to me is extremely natural in comparison to the energy drinks. Of course, hundred percent. It's way better for you if you're just looking for that caffeine fix. Next best thing is probably. In your lip with a dip because that's that's nicotine has the effects like caffeine does on the body however you're also not getting anything you're not hydrating from that some of us are better than that we don't pack dips anymore but you could We've if evolved. you wanted to you could if you wanted to so yeah that's that's mine i, I and I, there's one last one when i was in the desert in kuwait last time i drank a shitload of coffee i work night shift it's the only way you function. It's, yeah, yeah. People, people don't work, get it, but like when you're on twelve hours, and, and night's normally slower. Well, the, that, here's the worst part. 
I'm the only, I'm the highest ranking dude on night shift. There's see, a crew of guys working for me. So you can't fuck off. No. You can't just go hide and sleep somewhere. No. I had, I sat at my desk and I, I had actual desk work that yeah. I had to do. And the thing was, is I was the highest ranking dude on the shift. All the other ones were airmen and they were just hanging out in their lounge. So it's like literally me by myself. For twelve hours, Ooh. just trying to get through the night. Just watching YouTube videos. I would. Do fucking I things. would drink this particular brand of coffee called Death Wish Coffee. I and would drink. Bullet, is that the it's black not, rifle? No, no, okay. no. The brand is called Death Wish. Okay. I would drink a pot of it a night. Sometimes at five in the morning, I would make a second pot, and I'd have one cup, and then I'd leave the rest for day shift when they came in. I always wondered why when I drank this. I felt like I was gonna die when I drank that much because it was talking? cup after cup per ounce. Now, mind you, the Starbucks hot coffee has 260 to 360 milligrams of caffeine per 16 ounce serving. All right, drop it for Death us. Death Wish per one ounce has 54.2 milligrams oh. of caffeine. Oh, baby. So I was pretty much drinking a fucking stroke in a cup all night. Yeah, you're literally doing... You're, you're, you're snorting it, yeah. but through your esophagus. It probably would have been healthier to do coke. Yeah, probably at this point. So that there were seriously times on that trip where I would of drink course. coffee, and I would actually get shaky, jittery. My chest would feel a little sore, shit like that. Uh, maybe I was getting close to death. and Maybe that's why they call it Death Wish. I I have no clue, but it 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 fucking sucked, man. That's fucking rough. It does. I drank a lot of coffee when I was in Kuwait. Like, yeah, but if you so that's the thing. If you drink like regular fucking yeah, coffee, it wasn't it wasn't Death Wish. I drank regular no. coffee and Death Wish. That I I'm and I think that's their regular Death Wish coffee. Yeah, There's, that's not even their strong. No, they have another folks. one called the Valhalla Blend, yeah. and that one's super fuck. That one's stronger. Mm. Uh, you definitely can grow hair on your chest and make your chest big and hairy. First off, I'm sitting on my 19th hair on my chest. Well, so. it, it helps you grow hair on your chest. And there's some people online that I think need to grow a little hair on their <laughs> chest. And that brings up the next point, And that is a bunch of pussies on the Internet. Um, actually, no, not really. There, it's not a pussy thing. There's been something that's been pissing me off, and I have to address it. I have brought stuff up like this in the past, as you pointed out before we recorded. But there's been uh, I haven't brought it up in this capacity. There is a lot of people online, and a, a lot of this stems from the wrestling world, of uh, back padding. Everybody is padding. Everybody pats everyone on the back. But when I read it, I don't see it as genuine. I see through it. It's like, it, it, imagine imagine me going on the internet and, and posting something about you. And then I talk about how great you were and all the cool things that you, you do. You should do that and how, you're, how you're succeeding in things. Thanks. And I just ended at that. And then everybody starts replying to like, oh, yeah, this is so great. Way to be positive. Blah, 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 blah. And half the time they're doing it to people and they don't even know them. They Like they know them through acquaintances, but they yeah. don't personally see them. And I view that as... That's someone trying to hop on a coattail. That's someone that's trying to just make themselves look good and everyone think they're nice and they're going to want to book them or this and that. And I just, I kind of disagree with it. It kind of irritates me. It irks me when I see it. And everyone is in this, like, just give a hug and be nice and be friendly. Now, it, now, now here's here's my argument, though. It's not bad to do that as a good person. Totally not yeah, bad. Yeah, if it's genuine. Totally not bad, especially if it's genuine. Here's the thing, though. There's two, I have 
I have two different Facebooks. I have a Ryan Ocean Facebook, and I have another one that does not get talked about. Oh yeah, 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 the old fucking I don't, uh, Brian Bentley. Yeah, the old Facebook. Brian Bentley Facebook. I don't go on to when I when I am on social media. I first off, I barely go on any other one because I don't really have that much shit that I feel like talking about. I use social media to promote wrestling, to promote myself, to promote this podcast. I want to talk about how I want to fuck my opponent up. I want to punch them in the mouth. I want to make them bleed. I want to knock their teeth out. I want to make I want to in your Facebook post today. Yeah, I want to immobilize them so they can't fucking they can't walk anymore. That's the type of stuff that I believe should be getting posted on there by wrestlers that are going in the shows. You shouldn't sit there and just beat the shit out of your opponent and then afterwards go online and say, "Hey, I just want to thank so and so. We had a really good match tonight." You just well, fucking No, to me it, it Unless you're like a Kurt Angle figure. Like oh American yeah, hero, oh, the good you're, guy. Yeah, you're talking about a whole different ball. Yeah, unless that, that is your fucking uh, what would you call it? Your spin. Yeah, but it's not everybody's spin, and it shouldn't be everybody's spin. The fact is that everybody does this, and then they go online and they congratulate one another. And it would be different if it was kind of like a private forum where yeah, other yeah, people a, could see it. A closed group, but like wrestling fans can see that they can see it. And granted, I I'm not dumb. Everybody knows that it's a work now. Everybody knows it's fake, but it's still wait, wrestling is fake. Yeah, I'm sorry to tell you, man. <laughs> the word fake is a bad word. The word work is what i prefer okay but the 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 problem is that i feel like when people read ryan ocean people come to a wrestling show they want to suspend their belief yeah of course and and that's what they want to do entertainment exactly but in my opinion every time i post online as ryan ocean i should still be trying to suspend that belief under that name it's a persona exactly of course so take for example the trailer park boys i'm sure they have twitter accounts under those characters' names, that they're not their real people, but they're not gonna go onto their Twitter account and act like a add, fucking... as Julian or Ricky or yeah. Bubbles, and then sit there and talk about their their wife and kids and things yeah, that don't exactly. relate to Trailer Park Boys. So what I don't get is why wrestlers under their gimmick name go on Facebook or Twitter or other social media outlets and post things outside of their character. I get it because their real life names aren't really followed by anybody and no one's going to see what it is that they want to say. But the things that they're saying, in my opinion, are things that they shouldn't be saying or don't need to be said because that doesn't fit that, that character. That alias, the character. That doesn't work with yeah. that. You're not going to I'm not going to go on as Ryan Ocean and talk about, uh, you know, going to church on Sunday and roses and happy this and happy that. First, of all, I don't go to church anyway. Yeah. But it's it's just something that is completely sideways no, to the gimmick or angle that I do. That's one one thing that irritates me. There was another thing that irritated me. I saw in a gym today. This kid was wearing fucking Sperry's. I don't know if you saw him. He's wearing Sperry's in a gym. I don't even know which guy that was. I don't know. But when I'm shoes. working out, I'm just working out. Where, I know what Sperry's are. He's wearing boat shoes and it was fucking, it was fucking weird. But no, but to go but back to what you're saying though about the whole, um, you know, it's it. Like you have these people, their their personas. This is what it's what they should be doing. I also think that it's, and I'm not playing the whole snowflake card. Like, yeah, I might be a little bit more conservative, but I'm not playing that aspect of everything or that uh, point of view. Um, but what what I will say is, I think it's more. I don't want to say everybody gets a trophy because I think that's bullshit. I think that's something that somebody made up to make younger generations look worse than they are. Are you talking I, about the phrase that everyone gets a trophy? Yeah, yeah, everybody gets a trophy. Yeah, I'm, I'm bunny hearing. Or Not every... So, my, so let me, before you continue, my kids play sports, and I don't want to say that... I, I don't agree that it's a, a wide 
range normal thing that everyone gets a trophy but everyone does what doesn't happen anymore when i played sports when you i was a kid suck, and we lost yeah that's what we got you fuck you oh. guys weren't good you suck this and that and that doesn't happen today i think i think Kids, it does a I lot think it does in moderation it, it does it i think it happens with certain people maybe in certain parts of the world or country so but it doesn't happen it's not a widespread normal thing you came in second place you weren't oh. the fucking winner sit so, down i so i think and i think um so you said everybody's just you know back padding and that kind of thing mm-hmm. i think that kind of falls into um and i mean i'll use i'll use my own personal experience you 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 know me at work obviously yeah. like i i love to fuck around and joke around yeah but then like i have a point of me that's you know very to the to the t textbook like okay we're gonna do this and i'll argue that fucking textbook yeah when because i think five percent of the time you have to be fucking you know professional and you have to actually 100 percent okay this is what we're doing as long as you can differentiate between the other 95 percent yeah well, you can then fuck around and be a, a jokester yeah. which i love to do Ooh, yeah that's just tight a little copenhagen <laughs> southern man this is a brand new can motherfucker. but um but no i think that um a lot of like a lot of times i, I come off as very um blunt mm-hmm. when i'm being serious and i think it's such a transition from my normal persona and I don't want to compare it to a wrestling persona, like that kind of thing, because I'm being genuinely me. Or maybe people think you're in a bad mood or you're being a dick. Yeah, but, but, it, and, but in reality, you're not in a bad mood. No. You're not trying to be a dick. You're just, well, this is just me being serious. Yeah, you yeah see but it if it, when, when I flip that switch, and I think I think maybe it's the it's the reverse on that aspect, is which um, is like uh, these people, like 95% of the time, not 95% of the time, they're being serious, but that five percent of the time where they put it on, it's they're acting. But it's it's mostly just because it's the quote unquote right thing to do in this culture. But I I think that and I this is me personally cracked another one, cracked another cold one. But no, I I respond better, and this is how I respond. Like you can come up to me as somebody and give me a hundred percent honest feedback. You could tell me, hey. And maybe it's my coaches growing up. Everything. Yeah, but that works better, and it makes you correct yourself. So, and this is me personally, though. This not not everybody has the same psychological, you know, mindset. But I react better to honest, one hundred percent. Like if fucking Papa L, I won't give his full name. Yeah, yeah. If he came up to me, that's my boss, folks. If he came up to me and he said, "Hey, this is where you're fucking up. You're fucking this up. You're fucking this up. Fix it. You're gonna fix it. I'll fix it." And 100% smooth sailing from there, and I respect that because yeah. he got honest with me for a second. There's other people respect. that would be like, oh, he doesn't, he's mad at me. Hey, hey man, hey, uh, hey, bud. So, you know, if you want to do this, that's cool, but if you don't, that's also cool. Yeah, I don't. If, if somebody comes up to me like that, I'm not gonna do it. Oh, I, <laughs> yo, in, instantly you just became, you didn't you become just beta. lost, you lost, you're Charlie. Track. Yeah, you're exactly. like, I'm gonna do the bare minimum for you. I'd be like, okay, Chad. Yeah, it, <laughs> yo, you're Chad and Brad's little brother, fucking Stad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get the fuck out of here, kid. You're Stan. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out. You don't even get a D as your fucking last last letter in your name. I, I get, I like, I like when people are more assertive. I think to bring this kind of full circle, it just, it, it irritates me, I guess. When I see an abundance of back padding that I don't think is necessarily genuine, 
I read it. And and let me go on a sidebar here. I don't want people, especially because I know that there's some wrestlers listening to podcasts. They might be in a car and they might have done the same exact thing. And they might think I'm digging at them because they're friends with me on Facebook. And, of course, when you hear something like this, if you have any kind of conscience like that, you're going to think that he must be talking about me. Or we, we need heat or something. This is, this is no heat with anybody. This is nobody in particular. I could be wrong. It could be 100% genuine. And if it is, I'm cool with that. It's just the fact that sometimes when I read these things, I don't necessarily feel like it's a 100% genuine thing that's being done. It's being done because you've seen other people do it. Other people with success do it. So now individuals are doing it because they feel like they're going to get that same type of success for going out there and saying those things and then tagging individuals that like to try to spread the same positivity who might be extremely genuine and extremely successful. Uh, They go on and try to do the same thing so they can get a kudos from that individual and then maybe be able to come along and get some places or earn some opportunities through that. And I just feel like sometimes that's a little irritating. I think I could see through it. And hey, I might be wrong and there might be nothing to see through and it might be 100% real. If it is, keep fucking doing it. Keep it up. That's good if, if that's what you want to do. But I also think that people should keep in mind what their wrestling character is. And if you're a heel primarily, I think you should come off like a heel on the internet. You should be posting things online that when people read them, they think, what the f- holy shit, he said that? Or I don't want my kid seeing this guy's social media. Yeah. Or I don't, I, he's, if you're a bad, if you're a dickhead, in the wrestling ring. If you're an asshole in front of fans because you're a heel, I think you should be the same way online. If you're John Cena and you're Mr. Super Good Guy, by all means, online, you should be Mr. Good Guy, giving people pats on the back, doing the thing. You should be your wrestling character 100% of the time. You shouldn't be posting uh, online uh, as your wrestling character, doing things that in your normal everyday shoot life you're doing, unless it ties in. I'll use myself as a little bit of an example. Ryan Ocean the character is kind of uh, the person too because I've done so many things under the name and it's tied in and there's been he's, articles. He's kind of an asshole at all times. I am. A, I can be an asshole, but I post online like an asshole too. But also there's been articles written tying my Air Force side of my life into it and everyone just knows. I tried to hide it for a while. There was like four years where I never brought up military stuff. Nobody knew what my job is. Um, Nobody, there was wrestlers that didn't know I had a wife and kids because I was that private with everything and I tried to push that persona so much. Now, with the social media and how much stuff has been written about me or put out there about me, whether it was through the news in San Antonio or moving to Florida and they've done some articles there or Air Force stuff that's been involved. Everyone knows I got a wife named Kara and two kids, Ryan and Lily. Everyone knows I'm in the Air Force. Everyone knows I'm deployed or not deployed. I'm stationed in Korea right now. Everyone knows things like that. So I find ways to tie that in, but still be an asshole. I don't sit there and go like, I'm in the Air Force. Yippee, thumbs up, everybody. Let's have a good game. And then go out there and try and act like an asshole in the wrestling world. That's because none of the... uh None of the views or opinions that we uh, say during the Ryan Ocean podcast are, are, are a direct reflection of the Air Force and or, or any no companies capacity. I work for, anything, anything like that. We've said that a million times before. Uh, and then the only other thing I want to talk about real quick on the, kind of on the same subject is like, and this is quick, but it kind of ties right in is backdoor bragging. A lot of guys do this. Wait, what is backdoor I, bragging? I, I used to do it and I'm not going to sit here and say that you shouldn't do it. I don't know what that is. 
So, so here, give me an example. It happens in the wrestling business. I I've done it before, and I didn't do it in a way. I didn't do it in a bragging way, but I stopped doing it when I realized that I feel like it can come across as bragging. Sometimes you go through these dry spells where you don't get a lot of bookings. Sometimes you go through a spell where you get a shitload of bookings, and what everyone wants to do, they won't do it when they when they're having a low spell. If they don't have a lot of bookings, and there's nothing wrong with that because that's normal. You're going to go through spurts. You're going to have long runs, and you're going to have times where there's some gaps, and so you have some weekends off. When guys have weekends off, they're never posting their wrestling schedule. They're just posting about being at the gym. They're posting about a show that they're at. They don't post that they don't have a show next weekend because they don't want to look like they're not busy. But as soon as they are busy and they have like eight weeks of shows lined up, they post every single show they're going to be on, where it's at, and it's it's passed as a way of like yeah so fans know where i'm gonna be but at the same time it's almost like i get the vibe some guys do it so much it's like they notice well other people aren't posting it and don't have many bookings but i do i need to put it out there so everybody can see it that i'm busy and i'm getting out there and then i'm the fucking man right now and i I don't. Know. I look at that as a little bit backdoor bragging, and you know, chances are I might do it again. Maybe I'm just bitching and moaning because I'm in Korea and I don't have that many bookings because it's kind of slow out here. So right but now you're backdoor booking without having the bookings. Backdoor? No, no, I know I'm not because I'm not posting bragging, any of that. Sorry. Kind of, no, I'm not posting any of that. But I think even when I get back to the states, I'm not. What I like to do per, lately, what I like to do with things is if I have bookings, if I have a lot lined up, I'll I'll as event posters for those shows come out, I like to post them. And put like, hey, this week I'll be here. Here's yeah, the post. Yeah, you do a pretty good job about that. Yeah, and you and I just I try to do every. Even if I have like multiple shows a weekend, yeah. I just do. I don't really like posting big lists. There's also another thing, and guys, especially wrestlers, should learn how to analytics of Facebook and stuff work. When you do those posts and you tag promotions, I want to give you a newsflash: less people see it. If you tag anything, less people see it. I posted a newspaper article because I was my face was in the news here the other day. Someone tagged themselves on it. No offense to the dude, he might listen to this. I'm not going to mention his name i went on there and i removed his tag from the picture because once he tagged himself on there less people automatically start seeing what, that. It, what, what do you mean he tagged himself? he tagged himself so there's multiple people in that picture i posted it on my timeline he oh, saw the picture, picture that he, he saw the picture noticed and then he tagged himself in it when that happens and people tag themselves on your picture less people will see it on your timeline i don't know why it's it just set up like that more specific so the same thing happens and wrestlers if you're fucking listening pay attention the same fucking thing happens when you post those lists of dates and what promotion you're going to be wrestling for and then you tag that promotion like in where it's bold and they can click on it less people see it so the smart thing to do is if you do want to make those lists go for it i guess but don't tag anybody and don't tag links to the promotions either let the let fans find them because if you if you tag it less people are going to see it and that's going to be that. But speaking of fans, I posted on my Twitter, hey, I'm doing a podcast this week. Let's get some questions. Yeah, you have some fucking questions. I, I saw that. I got some fucking questions, bro. There's a couple. I'm going to say there's, and I'm not going to say which ones are dumb and which ones are great. But there's, there's some funny ones. There's some cool There's ones. some fucking really good questions. So the thing is, this week was WrestleMania, which is a surprise. I'm a wrestler. We didn't talk about it. Well, last week was WrestleMania. What it's is the that? biggest. It's the biggest wrestling show of the year. I'm Hands down. Getting, I know. I know. I managed to, so I've talked before in the past how I get Twitter followers, how you go out there. I've told people my secret or what I consider to be my method of gaining followers on social media. Whether people listen or have taken my advice, that's completely on you. If you did, cool. If you didn't, hey, cool too. Whatever your prerogative is, I'm not going to go over it now. But I will say that during WrestleMania week, I gained 500 more followers. I'm up to like 15,500 something now. You gained 500. On that week, yeah. Hashtags and fucking... Goddamn, getting involved mm-hmm. probably. I was yeah, a lot of time on there. Yep, got it. It's actually uh, Gary uh, 
Fenner chick. You probably know what I'm talking about. Mm, I'd have to see it. He's I'm an entrepreneur, but uh, he talks about, you know, putting in your dollar uh, fifty every day, you which is to, an hour and 50 minutes of fucking... You have to go on social media. You have to get active if yeah. you want people to follow you. They're not just going to come. Anyway, so I put up a post. What are your social media questions? I said that I would read every single question and call out everyone that uh, did it. So the first one is coming from at Diablo Bandito. Again, these are all Twitter, 100% Twitter. I posted on my Facebook about how I'm getting more active on Twitter. So if you are interested in anything like this, you need to be on the, on the uh, old Twitter page at Ryan Ocean and look out for a post when I ask for questions or just DM me a question. I'll give a shit. I'll, I'll, I'll do those too. But he said, uh, at Diablo Landito said, who is your pick if Brock Lesnar and Dan, Daniel Cormier fight on a pay-per-view for the UFC? And obviously, while you can answer these also, let me I'll, I'll give my first input, but I'll be 100% honest. If Daniel Cormier and Brock Lesnar were to fight in UFC, I think that at this point right now, Daniel Cormier would probably win. I don't want to say he just outright beat Brock Sass because I think Brock would take a hit, but uh, I think Daniel Cormier would win. Uh, however, if you would have asked me that question five years ago, I probably would have said something else. Uh, you had so, this look on your face. Like, yeah, so, so for... I'm I'm a little bit more of a mixed martial arts fan. I'm gonna say uh, Daniel Cormier every every day. Uh, Brock Lesnar, don't get me wrong, strong guy. Oh yeah, big guy can test positive or can test negative when he needs to to get some money for a UFC fight. The man gets his fucking shit kicked in almost every he fight has, he yeah. fucking steps in because he is not. And I'm not saying that wrestlers are not athletes. I'm not saying Kurt England or I'm sorry Kurt Angle. Is a fucking, you know, he was an Olympian. Yeah. Wrestler. The man's great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Well, the thing with Brock Lesnar is he he can win, but he is he he's one of those situational people where everything has to be perfect and he yeah, has to just catch the right shot. You have but to it, be well, that's that's every that's so that's heavyweights in general though. If yeah. anybody so heavyweights have so much power that one person can knock out the other for with one fucking punch. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, Dan, Dan all day. It's fucking. I this to me personally doesn't matter. The next the next question comes from uh, at fetusberry, aka fetusberry ass bastard crunch. I think this is probably the best <laughs> name I've ever fucking heard. What, what do you think of the name fetusberry crunch? Well, you know my opinion. <laughs> what? Is he crunch? Is he crunching fetuses? No, <laughs> like, he, he's like it. Captain Crunch, but just a fetus berries. Uh, I think that that I think that our answer answers your question. Uh, at at a ibby six five four zero one four four one, aka Pablo Don. He has three questions here. He said, "What is your training and fitness routine?" First and foremost, training and fitness routine. I follow more of a bodybuilding type thing. Try to get as much uh, muscle as possible. I do cardio here and there. Usually a high incline walk for twenty minutes at like two point eight. Something I taught like him that. that, folks. But whatever. <clears throat> no, you do. Okay. Uh, the other question: What is my uh, dream wrestling match? I don't. I, my dream wrestling matches is wrestling. I like to wrestle, and at this point, look, wrestling overseas is great. I like it, but I do like the busier schedule in the states. My dream wrestling match right now would just be anyone on a regular basis. That would make me happy. And uh, who was your inspiration to be a record to be a wrestler? Hundred uh, percent, uh, Mick Foley, aka Mankind, back in the day. That's who I oh, watched. Mr. Puppet. Yeah. Oh, I do. Now I've always him. been a huge Hulk Hogan fan. Don't get yeah, me well, wrong. Where, where ever the, since I was a kid, I had a Hulkster. I took it down to hang out the Black Jesus shirt. Oh man, you should have hung it up somewhere. I, get, I actually took it down. I wore it to the gym one day. I think. Oh, okay, that makes more but, sense. But uh, uh, Hulk Hogan, I've always been a big fan of. But Hulk Hogan was the guy that like made me love wrestling. It was Mankind, or Mick Foley, or Cactus Jack, whatever you want to call him, Dude Love. I read his autobiography. It's one of the first books I read, and that is what ultimately Wait, that made was me one think. Of the like, first books you read? Yeah. 
<laughs> You'd have been like fucking 17. <laughs> no, dude. I don't think you realize how old I am. When his first autobiography came out, I was in like middle school, I think. Oh, you'd have been like seventeen. No, no, like I would have been like fucking seven. This was in like the mid nineties, man. I mean, it might have been your third time in the eighth grade, but yeah, sure, <laughs> you were seventeen. No, I read that book and it really made me want to be a wrestler because he just read about how he got into it and stuff like that. Um, at game groups one one two eight seven asked, uh, "What are the key differences you've noticed wrestling in Japan versus wrestling in Korea?" Uh, for I never wrestled in Japan. I wrestled a Japanese guy, so I'm going to answer that in terms of this. The biggest difference anywhere, Korea or wrestling, someone that's from Japan is the language barrier. I talked about that before. The language barrier sucks. You actually have to know how to wrestle and go out there and work without calling everything. Um, what are the traditions in wrestling dojos and what differences are there in schools in Korea that you've noticed? So the, I've, I went to wrestling school in America. Obviously, I've been involved with a wrestling school out here in Korea helping out here and there. Uh, the biggest difference is that out here, uh, surprisingly, they take more of a kinder approach in terms of they want it to be more like a, a, a fun thing for people to get into. Koreans are really big with like hanging out with their friends and doing stuff and and friendly social environments so the wrestling school is no different it's 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 almost held the same way where versus in america it might be more competitive like you're fighting for a spot you want an opportunity and things like that i don't want to say you're not handed everything here but it's definitely uh it's not as cutthroat i don't think if it were to be uh, at rusty wortham asked would you ever want to be a promoter i already am i already promote shows in florida uh elite championship hey, you wrestling. have your own fucking me and my me and a partner run yeah, a wrestling like, show. It's like a group. Yeah, you yeah. run a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. They, I I don't really post about it too much. I mean, I do under the promotion name. Yeah, but that's, that would be that ties directly back to what I talked no about door. before. I don't need to post about that. That's not what the character of Ryan Ocean is. So mm-hmm. why would I post about that? Like there, there I, there's no need to brag about it. Um, at Captain Cats One, uh, that certainly is a far cry from Fetusberry Crunch. Uh, at Captain Cats one said, "Who is the one wrestler you would love to have a match with?" <laughs> People ask wrestlers. We'll, a lot we'll of the go same past them present. Like you could have them in their prime. So if I could wrestle someone in their prime in the past, I think it'd be badass to wrestle Ric Flair just because he sells like a million bucks. Yeah. Woo! I want. I want to be a crossman when he taps those biceps and starts. Uh, we start circling up stuff like that. I think it'd be pretty cool. Um, uh, and in terms of the present. Uh, fuck, I don't, I'd want to wrestle John Cena. Fuck it. You want to wrestle whoever's going to get the most eyes on you. Obviously, that would do it. Also, uh, what would you say is your best match you've ever wrestled in your career? I've already said this before on past podcasts. It's a tie between a singles match I had with Steve Anthony, who is arguably one of the best wrestlers in the United States, and my old tag team partner before we were tag team partners, John Saxon. That was the first match I ever wrestled where we didn't call a single thing before we went out there. It was just all done on the fly, and it was actually pretty good. And you can find that online if you look it up. At Chuck Van, so Chuck Van used to be a radio DJ in uh, San Antonio. He's a pretty cool dude. Has his own podcast. You can check it out. Look up the Chuck Van show on uh, iTunes and all that kind of stuff. But he said, "Back to Texas anytime soon." I don't know. I'd like to get back to Texas. I was actually talking to a few Texas promoters recently about setting that up when I get back. What about you, Isle? Are you back in Texas anytime soon? <laughs> so um, I might follow the old fucking Ryan Ocean up. Shoes and become a uh, Ooh, military instructor. Well, the old drill instructor route. Yeah, I, th- I think I think I think it fits my personality in a way. It'd be a good time. It'd be fun. Yeah, uh, I like to knife hands and fucks. 
At Lita Lynch asked, did you enjoy WrestleMania and what was your favorite match? I did enjoy WrestleMania. What I didn't enjoy was how long it was and it was so long that I can't remember what my favorite match was. I like Triple H versus Batista though because that kind of brought back some nostalgia for me. So who was the good, so I caught bits and pieces in the gym. Yeah. Who was the dude who came in with the Mad Max fucking theme? He came in on a car. There was a whole fucking background. That was Triple H. Yeah, oh dude, that shit was fucking sick. That's the same match I'm talking about. Yeah, I watched the intro to that. Yeah. Triple H versus Batista. It turned out Triple H won, and Batista actually retired after. Triple H is the new Shane McMahon, right? No, no. Triple H is pretty much garnering, I think, to be like the next Vince McMahon. Oh, that's what I mean. I'm not but, Shane but McMahon. I went to high school. It was, it was so. It is. was it was Triple H versus Batista. If Triple H lost, his in ring career was over. He really only wrestles once or twice a year now, anyway. Yeah, because um, it's about to be Vince McMahon. Yeah, and then uh, versus Batista. If Batista lost, there was no stipulation. Well, Batista did lose, and then he announced on Twitter or no, on Instagram the next day he announced that he is actually now retired from wrestling. He's not wrestling anymore. He's fifty years old, but the dude's been having some badass movies come out he's more ingrained in hollywood lifestyle yeah, yeah, now. yeah he's trying to, he's like a fucking shitty version of the rock i don't think he's a shitty version of rock he's he's a he's a he's a good not, not a he's a caliber. he's a he's a good actor in his own right but a completely different he's making completely Wait, no, different kind of, fucking uh, gardens of the galaxy yeah oh never mind right yeah. back out right back out yeah, yeah drax the destroyer his, his stuff is the thing with batista is so the rock had and i'm not saying that batista wasn't batista was a very popular wrestler rock probably a little more popular in the wrestling world but also has more charisma than batista does however batista got in hollywood he was getting roles but they weren't huge ever since the guardians of the galaxy stuff though he's really been like catching stride and he's got some bigger roles coming out he just didn't catch on as quick but definitely has like a bunch of good shit going on. Um, I got asked by Vendetta six one seven. Would you be into reviewing albums on your podcast? Hundred percent, absolutely. I go to the gym and listen to music all the time. I, I think he's in a band, which is probably why he's asking me this. If you send me information and music to listen to, I will one hundred percent listen to it and I, I will talk about it. I'm gonna caveat on that though. Uh, if you do it the next four weeks and it is fucking dog shit. You will find out very quickly. Oh, yeah. We'll we be honest. Dog we'll shit. be brutally honest about whether we like it or not. But then even if I don't like it, I'll mention people who will like it. I'll point out good and bad. Um, and my flavor might be different than some other people's. I don't know. Uh, add J. Serious Snowflake. I don't know what that is. Is there any chance you may take part in any tournaments in Japan? Nope. Uh, not not at the moment. Not in the foreseeable future. Uh, at Ram Jam. Cake or pie? You can answer this one first. Cake or pie? Ooh. Um, this is interesting. Fuck man, I got I like cheesecake. I'm a cheesecake guy. I do like cheesecake, but it's super rich. If I had to say cake or pie, I would say pie. Really? I'd say pie, and I'd say pizza pie. Ooh, oh, I didn't know that counts. <laughs> That's a pie, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, pizza man. pie. Man, okay, yeah, pizza pie every day of the week, yeah. but any other time, cake. Yeah. Uh, at Na- Naomib N A O M I B three nine. What is Naomi? Yeah. Oh, B. yeah. Naomi I'm, B. I'm a fucking idiot. What was your favorite match at Mania? Already said it. Triple H versus Batista. At random, 3040-4904. Would you rather live... This is interesting. This is one of the good questions. I'm, I'm conf- it confuses me, though, so maybe you can answer okay. it, and, and, and uh, you can answer it and give your input first, and then maybe I'll understand it better. Would you rather live forever but forget everything you learned prior to the next day or know everything by looking at it? So I what so this is what I think it is, or this is what I think you know what they meant was: Would you rather live forever but forget everything you learned prior to, so like the day prior that, to finding out that you're gonna live forever? Yes. Yeah. So you can still learn new things, but you won't remember anything. Like if yeah, it happened right. to me today, like, like from age mom, one to thirty-two, you don't all remember. those memories gone. Yeah. But then, 
Or you remember, but, but as you learn about them, then you don't remember. But now you, you know you a that's whole your mom. Bond. It, uh, yeah, yeah. You would change 100 percent as a human being. You would but change. then the other thing would be not learning anything. Yeah, you just or, knew everything as soon as you see it. Or no, so you're not living forever. But you know everything by looking at it. I think that would be fucking sad. It would be sad, but what about this? Imagine looking and just knowing who's going to win the Super Bowl and put money down on it. Yeah, I, I guess that's great, but it, it, but you know it, you're going to die. It takes so yeah, but you know everything by looking at like that is so fucking sad. Yeah, there's no mystery in life. Yeah, that would kind of suck. Yeah, so I think you have to go with the. I would have, I would want to live forever and not remember anything from prior. Yeah, which would also be super fucking sad though. But so it, but it, but it would question. make it more entertaining. It make it would make life yes. worth still living. Yes, you I think. it would still be a surprise. Yeah, uh, at Fonzie Four K, do you ever let being a wrestler and having a fan base get to your head? Uh, I don't think so at all. This I, man can't fit through a door some days at work. Yeah, no. <laughs> I would. I'll be hundred percent honest. Uh, nope. I like talking to people. I like doing things. There's only one thing, and it gets on my nerves. There's only one thing that irritates me. It happens every once in a while. It's when I get I get random. I get that I get that fans like wrestlers and they want to talk and they want to do stuff like that. I have nothing against that, but I do get rude messages sometimes, or what I consider rude. Like if I've never talked to you and we've never established a friendship rapport, I have people like that that will just message me and it says "Hey," and I don't reply back. And then I get "Hey," and I don't reply back because to me that's rude. Just saying "Hey," I don't I don't say "Hey" to anybody. In, in that regard, like trying to get their attention. And then you'll get back, why, why aren't you replying back? And I still don't reply back because in my opinion, you're, you're being rude. So if people are rude or kind of being a nuisance in a way, then I won't reply back. But I don't think that's me letting anything get to my head. I think that's 100% me just wishing that everybody was respectful that if they did want to talk, they would start off with something like, hey, I'm a really big fan or hey, I'm a fan of wrestling. Do you have a moment to talk or can you mind if you mind if I, do you mind if I, yeah, or do you mind if I ask you a question? If you started off like that nine times out of ten, I am going to message you back. And I'm either going to say, like, hey, I don't have much time right now. I probably won't remember to message you back, but that is an open door to ask me again later. Or I, I will have time because I'll just be sitting around and say, yeah, shoot, what's up? Uh, now, eventually, the conversation, if it's going too long, I'll be like, hey, look, I'm really busy. I got to get on and press on. But shots. Yeah, but no, I, I don't think let it get to my head. I like it. It's cool. It's something you always like dream of, but it's not anything to get crazy over. At Mike Savage six one zero asked, "Do you think the un you and you might know these here? You love it. Do you think the unwritten rules of baseball are dumb? Why does a pitcher get to celebrate, but a batter deserves to be hit if he celebrates?" Oh man, I do love baseball. Um, I so I think it's hard. so. I pitched a lot growing up. Um, yeah. I was I was never tall, but I always had I had a wild arm, but I was a very quick arm. And um, so I, I pitched. Like, every team I came on, guaranteed, if we were playing a fucking game, yeah. I would come out from fucking second base or shortstop, and guess where I'd be going? To the mound. Or if I didn't start there, I'd be switching out with somebody that was at shortstop or second base. Because that's where you put everybody that fucking pitches. Um, I don't think they're dumb. I think it's I think it's a pastime. I think it's, a, it's like a culture and a heritage, and you build it over time. But I think this, it's I think it's that and you get it like it makes you respect the game of baseball. No, hundred yeah. percent. Like you don't come up like as a batter, like and I used to I used to get fucking nobody ever rushed me. It was it was younger. It was like yeah. fifteen and under. But nobody ever like rushed me. But there was definitely times after the fact people were like, Oh, you threw that ball at me on purpose and I was like, No, I didn't. I just threw the ball really fucking hard and sometimes it doesn't go where I want it to go. Yeah. 
But I think that, um, for example, one of my favorite players, everybody that's listening to the podcast knows I'm a Dodgers fan. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, last two years have been rough, but yes, you old Puig. Puig is fucking on the Cincinnati Reds now. Oh, I just got in a fight like last week. Like, almost got a fight. Whatever. The man is a shit talker. But I think, I think there's double standards that should be addressed, but at the same time, like, none of those players. So it's like, why do, why do, uh, he said, why does a pitcher get to celebrate, but a batter deserves to be hit if he celebrates? Uh, first off, nobody deserves to get hit by a 90 fucking six mile per hour fastball. Well, That's a game change. You could literally kill somebody with that. I look like getting brushed back. Let me, let me, let me say what I think. Well, you can take quick. them off the plate. No. So yeah. Yeah. Now a pitcher is going to celebrate when he strikes. If you look at the situation that a pitcher is in and batters do celebrate and knock it and not get heat for it. He, but let's look at it. Let's just say it's the third inning. No one, no one has scored. At all, maybe the bases are loaded, and someone's up to hit, and the pitcher strikes the guy out. He's gonna celebrate a little bit. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm he, gonna give he, myself he, the old Tiger Woods. He, Woo! He, he's he he he's only playing every four or five games in the pitching rotation, depending on what pitching rotation he's in. That batter is going up to bat three four times a night. Yeah, he has countless opportunities in comparison to that pitcher to go out there and perform. If you hit a regular ground ball or what might be considered like an elementary fucking play and get on base nine times out of ten, that's not anything to take your hat off and no. throw up in the air. If, if you're if you're hitting a fucking shot, that's one thing. Yeah. Now you hit a grand slam home run on that, you're and gonna celebrate, you, and nobody's gonna nobody's gonna get pissed at you for celebrating. You hit a fucking double into the fucking if you hit a double into the fucking zone, right? Yeah. And it goes to the wall, and you get a double off it. Yeah. Good time to celebrate. You fucking did well. Yep. But like, yeah, like you just said, like if you hit it through the infield, unless it's a clutch moment, like that's I don't I don't think personally, even as a hitter, I don't think you sell like yeah, you could be cool with it, but you don't sit there and talk shit to the pitcher. No, exactly. Yeah, because but, but, but there I think there's a little more room for a pitcher to celebrate if he strikes you out in a hot situation no, 100%, versus if you get a hit in that same situation. I think it's a lot. I think it's honestly, I think pitching is the hardest. Uh, it is. That's why they're the most paid. Yeah, I think the hardest position is right field. I'm just kidding. We get it. That's where you spend a lot of your time. I played. I my. I won't. I won't even say. I loved baseball. I appreciated just practicing with the team and being a junior, not starting on JV. Jesus. <laughs> I loved baseball. I I was a varsity football player every game I played in high school. But I love. I've always loved baseball. I still watch baseball to this day. I liked going to practice and hitting ground balls to the guys that were good, or just getting out there and fielding balls and throwing them out the first. Respectful. It was a fun. It was a fun way to spend the week and not going home every day after school, just going out and playing baseball. Yeah, I, do. yeah and I always liked it. And then I enjoy baseball. So even though I w- didn't start or anything, I liked coming in and pinch hitting or sitting in the dugout and just fucking yelling at the guys that were out there playing or just the you know high fives and chewing sunflower seeds all the time Amer- america america's fucking pastime uh one uh, two more questions at joriel parmi asked uh will you travel more places overseas i don't know yeah most it's possible the promotion i work with now is working out a deal with a promotion in japan and another one in i think malaysia maybe i'm not sure what the other country is shouldn't take that airline. there there's not yeah <laughs> there's nothing lined up with them with me currently but when i go home i've made all these connections out here that doesn't mean a year from now they might be looking for someone that i fit the bill of and i would have an, an easier open door to going out there and doing that and then one last question because we are getting a little short on time at uh, mika23 m-i-k-h-a-2-3 underscore asked 
Uh, hello, Ryan, could you tell me which one of your tattoos is your favorite? It's hard for me to point that out. I do have a tattoo with my wife's name, with my kid's name. Obviously, what those... about my face? Oh, you know, your face isn't tattooed on me. Uh, you were really drunk that night. Oh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but no, I would say, like, obviously, the ones of my family are pretty cool. I like those. And then I have a panther on my on my arm. Uh, I got that because when my dad was in the military, he had a panther tattoo that he got. So I got one when I joined the military. So there is something behind that. But I have sleeves now and everything's kind of connected. I like them all as one. Like that was the ultimate gold was to build everything up and put it all together. And that's kind of what I slowly been doing. So for me, it's just like one solid piece all together. That's what I like. And, I, and I'm not trying to beat around the bush and say that not one is more favorite than the other. But I like I like the, the whole package, Daddy-O. Oh, that's fair. That's the way that's the way that I like it. And that I prefer, and we're rolling, man. We're at hour and ten minutes. It's time to wrap this bitch up. I, I think we should do outlines more often. There, it's it, easier to follow through. I think it works better. Yeah, oh yeah, it's easier to follow through. Three shows, you get nothing but outlines. Yeah, he'll do it on his day before work. What's well, nor? It's normal to have a run sheet because it gives it keeps us on top and gives us things to talk about. That's one thing I'm probably gonna hit Twitter up for too is potential topics or anything like that. Let's like, do what it. is the shit Next people? Week. What yeah? What's the shit people want to hear about? And speaking of Twitter, I'm going to plug my social media real quick. At Ryan Ocean on Twitter. Uh, same thing with Instagram, Snapchat, all that bullshit. Facebook, just look up Ryan Ocean. You can find me pretty much anywhere. For this podcast, of course, you might be listening on iTunes, Google Play. I found out that it's on CastBox. It's also on Stitcher. Uh, many podcast outlets to listen to. If you're listening on any of that, please go ahead and take a minute out of your day. Rate it five stars, whatever, especially iTunes. If you're on iTunes and you rate the podcast and you leave a comment, I'll read your comment, give you a shout out. During the podcast, you can also just go to rhinocean.com and listen to every single episode. They're all on there. And that's that's it for me, for the social media. If you're in Korea, I'm wrestling in Seoul this weekend. It's my debut in the capital city Seoul of Domination South Korea. 7. Seoul Domination 7. And then you, what do you got? Your socials. Uh, fuck it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get back in. I'm, I'm becoming more active in my uh, gaming page again. So yeah. uh, I'm actually posting videos to my Twitch, too. So, uh Follow me, uh, Instagram, Wildman Weiler Gaming, um, W-E-I-L-E-R, uh, the rest of it, you should be able to figure it out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's basically it, man. I appreciate, uh, appreciate everybody. These questions were actually really, like, 47% of them were fucking awesome. The other 53, <laughs> eh. Yeah, time will tell what cool shit we get in to talk about. But that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of Ryan Ocean Podcast. Please, like I said, subscribe, tell your friends, tell everybody word of mouth is the best way to get about things, get them out there, spread them out. Hopefully everybody wants to tune in next time and get their friends, tune in, family, probably not your kids, though. Uh, that's going to do it for this week on the Ryan Ocean Podcast. Thanks. I want the film! I want the camera! Call 911 now!